0: Welcome to the Bored and Bitchy podcast, a place where we love to talk about all the mess that is 90 Day Fiance. I'm Evie, and I'm an L.A. girl who's currently living in London.
1: Hi, everyone. I'm Kat, and I should just say it, Arizona girl, Um, but by way of California and L.A., I have to claim it still. And my warning for y'all is that we drop profanity from time to time, but it's guaranteed every week. And also something that's like, that comes from time to time, but guaranteed is uh, illness it's fucking illness in my family I, I already gave the like the warning about the you know profanity so I can say it someone's always sick in this household because I have little ones and um seems like it's my turn so yeah.
0: I know I saw the meme uh, like a meme this week that was like daycare like like basically like daycare speaking I mean like oh daycare ha- <laughs> I heard dick care, <laughs> oh my god ew oh my god. I don't <laughs> I don't ever want to hear what that has to say no it's I was like, like where's this? I don't know how this is related. Okay, go ahead. Daycare. Please. Really off, off the edge immediately. <laughs> uh, daycare, where you send your children. It was basically the daycare speaking being like, give us half of your paycheck every month and we'll take care of your children and give you every new variant and disease like known to man. <laughs> you know
1: <laughs> It's true. We pay more in daycare a month than we
0: do for our mortgage. <laughs> oh, so sad. Well, there's no easy transition from <laughs> mortgage, daycare, uh, someone who will hopefully be needing daycare in the future, if it's uh, up to her, is going to be Shida because she decided to go through with it and get oh. married to Bilal. This was our wedding episode, oh. Pat. Uh, weddings, four weddings, three weddings, four weddings, how many weddings do we have?
1: Oh, four weddings, oh wow, I had to go through my notes to count must one of them must have not have been memorable.
0: <laughs> who did you for- forget who who was the last on your in your mind to pop in? I forgot about Kobe and Emily. <laughs> I thought that was gonna be the one because I was gonna be like you can't forget the arch and the desert wedding like there's no no did not below. I mean, maybe his son forgot about it because he was sleeping during the reception. no, no. But... <laughs> he was concentrating. <laughs> And then Patrick and Thais, the will they, won't they? And then the dance. I mean, all right, we'll get to it. Oh, boy, yeah. we'll, get to, we'll get to all of it. But, yeah, girl, so you're saying, you know, Shida might be needing
1: daycare. I, so she's going to need all kinds of health benefits. She's going to need that prenatal care, um, that labor and delivery care. She's going to need some mental care because, like you said, she went through with it. And I, I'm sure that Bilal has some redeeming qualities, but I am worried for her.
0: Yeah. And As I are her sisters. She- Sorry, go ahead. No, yeah. I mean, yeah, her poor sisters are definitely worried. Um, And I did say she might need d- uh, dental care. Not a d- girl. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Shida definitely doesn't need dental care. Her teeth are on point. Amazing. I'd love to have them <laughs> myself. Yes. <laughs> uh, no, she might need daycare if her all her wishes and hopes come to fruition. But I don't know. I really don't know because I do not trust Bilal. And like you said, so far, I haven't seen too many redeemable qualities. I was pleased in this episode to see how much his family was involved in this ceremony and how much like they just seem very happy and welcoming to Shida. I mean, I'm not including the ex-wife in that. But, you know, the <laughs> mom, the sister who like made the house look beautiful. I mean, for it not being. Job. Yeah, it looks great. I mean, I think that might even look better than some. I've been like trying to think and I'm like it definitely looked better than like the inside location that like Eve and Muhammad had with that like mm-hmm. tacky place. But yeah, Absolutely. like the decorations, the the daughter being involved with saying like mm-hmm. the religious like passage, like all of that I thought was like very nice and welcoming to Shida. So I was happy that she got that moment. Though I do not know what the future holds.
1: I don't know. But I mean, it was we didn't get a whole lot on them. We got the wedding and then we got a very awkward like y'all can go home we're about to go in here and I feel like he might as well just have said like knock boots around (laughs) because he's older but um but yeah if we focus on like what we did get then the wedding was beautiful Shida was a gorgeous bride as to be expected she's just a beautiful woman but Bilal's sister did an amazing job with the dress it fit her nicely and the headpiece she wore was beautiful Um, I also thought that the wedding party looked really nice. Like his mom looked beautiful. The kids, I mean, everything was just really nicely coordinated. Her sisters, you know, like those soft beige tones. It just looked all beautiful.
0: Yeah, visually it was a really nice wedding. And yeah, like I don't really have, there wasn't like any standout moments. Like it all pretty much Mm -hmm. went without a hitch. Like we said, like the biggest situation that happened was just that there's the debate you know, sleep gate or closed eyes gate of whether son was truly like snoozing during the ceremony or if he was just resting his eyes and really concentrating, taking in the beautiful words that were being shared. I'm going to say sleeping, but, you know, everyone has their own opinions.
1: I mean, I'll say he was concentrating, but the question is, what were you concentrating on, my little dude? <laughs> like what could you have possibly been thinking in that moment? Um there was one moment that I did think was super sweet, and that was the gift that Bilal gave shada um, yeah. the bracelet that his dad had given to his mom, and there was the inscription of like, I forgot what it was, but basically like, you're for me, I'm for you.
0: It was I'll never give up on you okay. and don't ever give up on me, something like that.
1: And she's bound to it now. <laughs> um, but thank God that he revealed right away that, like, the, that was a gift and not this was some other prank with a sentimental <laughs> object.
0: How do you think his OG wife feels, his ex-wife feels, seeing that? Because I'm like, wait a minute. So the mom has oh. just been holding out on keeping that brace. And she was oh, like, I, I knew the first wife was not ready for this brace. So, like, she's going to give up one of these
1: or, days. Did she have it and give it back when they divorced? Mm, Damn, I didn't even think about that. Mm. Mm -mm. Well, um, let's move over to what I would say I think was the most memorable wedding of all, um, which is interesting because it was the smallest. So that would be Jabri and Miona for me. Would you agree this one was the most memorable
0: for you? I think yes, for two reasons. I think visually, like Mm -hmm. it was, you know, very... Instagram filter, Pinterest board. Like, I lo- like, we talked about last week. I love a boho desert. Like, I love that <laughs> aesthetic. And it's Miona, you know, we know she mm. loves how to, and Jabri, to they like very thoughtful about how they visually present themselves. So, it wasn't surprised that they gave us visuals. Her dress, stunning. Mm. Stunning. Beautiful. Stunning. He looked great. Like, I mean, I even, I thought aside from the visuals of just like the natural beauty of the desert, they got Mm -hmm. the car, they got the like all of that was just so nice. But then there were very sweet touches, like Mm -hmm. whatever you think about musical abilities. I thought it was so sweet and romantic for him to write her an original song and walk down the aisle to it. Like that was so thoughtful. And then she was hearing it for the first time. Yeah, and she clearly loved it. And so that was super sweet, having his grandmother be the officiant. Like I thought all of those, even like the friend and like how thoughtful it was that he drove that far and he like really believes in their love. and he's, Oh my like, God, oh, he, he took, did a lot for them. Yeah, so all of that, I was like, you know what? Memorable in t- so many ways. So I definitely thought they won like the Pinterest award and then they won like, <laughs> emotional, like that tugged at your heartstrings. And it just made me more, even more mad that I'm like his... Hating-ass parents didn't want to be there. But you know what? Uh, it's probably better because they didn't need that kind of energy there. It was better to have just the four people there that are rooting on, rooting for their love.
1: The four people. Oh,
0: because they're rooting for And Him, including love. them. But yeah, two <laughs> people.
1: Two um, and Miona's vows were really sweet about, like, you know... It was meant to be. The universe brought us together. The universe made this happen. Um, I wasn't a fan of Jabri's vows. No. It seemed very, like, Jabri-centric. And then my husband caught on to that. And I had to tell him because he, my husband walked into it, you know, later in this episode. I was like, well, Jabri admitted that he wrote them morning of. So, mind you, it seemed like Miona was doing all the work to, like, shine the stuff on the table, get things ready. All Jabri had to do was check in with Igor because Igor was doing all the work try on his suit which he hadn't done yet morning of and write his vows which again he hadn't done yet morning of
0: well and wear a great cowboy hat for the moment I mean Uh he did do that and I think boots so I mean the look he got the look right yeah I wish he would have spent a little more time and was a little more thoughtful on his vows or maybe he could have just sang his song like that I thought the a few lyrics we heard about like I would travel 7,000 miles for you or whatever like even that was more romantic to me it seemed like you know when you haven't actually fully dedicated the time you needed to to a work presentation or to an essay or something that you need to turn in and you're really trying to like no, prolong I would it never do that. <laughs> when you take like a sentence and you're trying to make it like a paragraph because he had a oh, so girl like, like, like give you something that clearly was taken from a thesaurus <laughs> yeah, well it's just like trying to like you know spend 30 seconds on each word by adding visuals and movement <laughs> versus just saying let, like I didn't need the like eye and then pointing to your eye will always <laughs> love let me make a hard say se- like I don't need all that just,
1: just that was so weird that was like you feel.
0: I I
1: <laughs> boy bye <laughs> yeah. um and the only person who didn't bother to dress up, or maybe they were, I don't know, was Grandma, but um, but she did fly all that way. And when they had decided that they were gonna elope, I thought, oh well, there goes Grandma's chance of being the efficient that she wanted
0: to be. But no, she was like, uh, uh-uh. I booked my Southwest flight. I'm there. She's um, like, bitch, it- I will be in Palm Springs tomorrow after the ceremony at a boozy brunch. Do not worry about me. I am going. Hey. I have miles. Hey, Palm Springs does
1: have a thriving LGBTQ senior citizen population. Okay, just random facts, but yes. Is she LGBTQ? (laughs) She is. She was introduced to us as a kick-ass lesbian. Those are Debris words. That's true. Okay, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, LGBTQ plus, let's not be um, exclusive here. But so the whole thing of like, uh, Archgate, like Igor's not going to make it, Igor's not going <laughs> to make it. And then after all this, like renting a van, which must have cost like $200 just to rent the van, Igor spending his time hopping around from city to city in Southern California to drive three hours in the desert, um, led to two sticks that leaned against each other. <laughs>
0: Is that technically considered an arch though? i like, no. I feel is like Is it a an, triangle? Insert
1: triangle with my hands?
0: <laughs> yeah, to me that seems more like a, a wooden triangular structure or a a frame. You could say a triangular frame, but I'm like, an arch, I feel like what makes an arch is the actual arch. So if we the don't roundness have, of it. Yes. Right. if we don't have that roundness, then I don't feel like it's considered an arch. But you know what? That, that's neither <laughs> there nor here. The point <laughs> is that, like, it was beautiful. I it mean, was. I, it would have been nice. It would have been fine without it. It was still a beautiful setting. But I get what Miona was going for. Her. She wanted yeah. the, like, picture perfect. And, and you know what? I didn't see why Jabri and the grandma were so stressed about, like, okay, we need to get the show on the road. There are no guests. Like, it doesn't. Because of the light. Because the sun was. Because
1: keep in mind, it's winter. It's December. So the days are short. So they were trying to get light. <laughs>
0: Well, I'm sure, Miona, if it was, like, starting to go down, she'd be like, all right, the arch is in here. Let's just go for it. But I just Mm -hmm. felt like we can give her another hour if there's still sun because you don't have any guess of where's grandma going. Like, you're just here. This is your thing for the day. I guess they're trying to make sure that they got that golden hour before it was twilight. But...
1: You know, I, I did think it was interesting and very nice, but interesting that a neighbor was like, oh, y'all getting married today? Do you want to borrow my old classic pickup that I've probably been restoring
0: and taking care of for a really long time? Random strangers, I don't know. I mean, what an incredible neighbor, because that's not even your actual neighbor. It's like an Airbnb yeah. couple comes in for 12 hours and you're like, hey, do you want to use this truck?
1: Like, OK. <laughs> like there was nothing on the truck that said like you know if you'd like to rent this truck yeah. too you know no, no
0: free advertisement there was nothing in it for the neighbor we're all shocked by a genuine act of kindness we selfless are. kindness no it was beautiful the one thing i will say is uh, so miona posted the pictures after the episode aired like official pictures from the wedding which are stunning i mean they both look beautiful the setting it looks great and it, fans were reacting to them and i was reading some of the comments and i'm like either y'all don't spend enough time on Instagram or maybe I spend too much time on Instagram and Pinterest or something because so many people were like, wow, oh my God, you've created a new trend. I would have never thought to new get trend. married in the desert. Like, whoa, what? my God, like this is beautiful. This is inspirational. This is going to change things. Like people are going to want to copy this stuff. And I was like, Miona did not invent a desert wedding? No, like she didn't.
1: What, Joshua Tree is a very popular book. Okay. <laughs>
0: I don't know. I'm like, I don't know what these people are looking at. Maybe, like I said, maybe they really truly have never seen a desert wedding. And if they haven't, then wow, Miona did bestow some incredible visuals for them.
1: Or it was the mixing of the ocean-based pompas in the desert landscape. She's like, pompas, bitch. I told you I would have them at my wedding. The last comment that I will make on this couple is that I thought the way it closed with, like, grandma's words was perfect. Because grandma's Mm -hmm. still not sure about her own grandson, you know. And so she's not sure about this relationship because they both have growing to do. But she said... That she does wish they grow old together and have fun because that's what it's all about. And then she added the kicker and that they feed their own creativity because they both need that for themselves. And with that, they will both
0: thrive. I thought it was perfect, like you said, because it doesn't put it's not the classic 90 day hating family member friend that is like, well, I hope it works out. You know, I hope Miona, you know, can be supportive of Jibby. Like, no, it put the onus on both of them. Like, I wish them both happiness. I want this to work out. Like, they seem in love, so I want it to work out. And they're mm-hmm. both creative people, so they need to give themselves the space to express that creativeness, which I agree. Yeah, exactly. Well, speaking of giving people people space,
1: wow, giving people space, um, Kobe and Emily are over here giving themselves space from their family in the sense of, like, this wedding is going off.
0: And they still don't know if there's a bun in the oven. That's for their own good, though, Kat. I mean, can you imagine them not fully experiencing the majesty of this wedding? <laughs> with, ha- with having that information in the back of their mind, they would they would always regret that they didn't get to do a little line dancing appropriately. Yeah. Um.
1: You know, I thought, I okay, so here's the thing. I... Uh, was a firm believer that they should have told the parents in advance of the wedding, not on the wedding day. And so with that in mind, I was also of the mind that the few minutes before they left for the ceremony was not the time for Kobe to tell the dad. And I was like on pins and needles. I'm so glad he chose to keep his lips sealed.
0: Me too. Especially, I I get where he felt compelled to do it because I will say, while I wasn't like, blown away by their actual wedding and and obviously we're not blown away by this the interactions of this couple. Mm -hmm. But the the moment that Kobe and Emily's dad shared was so genuine. Oh my God. That was so touching. And that like, you know, like we talk about like producer led moments or what's Mm -hmm. made for camera. That just seems so authentic and genuine Mm -hmm. to the point where Emily's dad gifted something to Kobe and we don't know what it is because It was like, we didn't get to see it. Kobe didn't tell us Mm -hmm. what it was. It was just like, this is something that's important to me and my family. And because you're now part of the family, I'm giving it to you. And Kobe being genuinely touched and telling him like, thank you for taking care of my child. Thank you for welcoming me and taking care of me. And it just all was so touching. So I see where Kobe was like, why am I keeping a secret from this man? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) I mean,
1: well, and it stems from letters that they wrote each other, apparently.
0: Yeah. So
1: Kobe had written him a letter in advance of like, I'll be there. I think it was before he arrived. That's what I got the sense. He, it was before he arrived. I'll be there, blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm, I am I want to take care. And then the dad wrote him a letter in response. And I, when I met the dad, I couldn't tell if he was the kind that was like to be sentimental like that. Like he did seem like a man who was in touch with his emotions, right? Because he was really upset by the idea of his daughter being told to shut the fuck up by her partner um and so to have found out that they exchanged these like heartfelt letters it gives me hope for their their relationship to come for all the years ahead of them
0: absolutely and so i think even kobe expressing to the camera expressing to us how torn he was at the moment and how much he wanted to tell them i think thank god he did all that because now when they rewatch the episodes his her family knows where to put all the blame which is on emily because <laughs> yeah. kobe- And it's let them know from day one you're right you're right
1: um okay well let's talk about the superficial stuff we like to talk about what did you think about looks
0: so I thought the dress was good on Emily especially because you know obviously she's pregnant I I don't think she's super far along but I thought it was flattering on her I thought Kobe looked nice my one thing that I was like "Mm, that could have been better is Emily's hair looked like it was frizzing up like it, it feels like they try to do some kind of curls and it just, I don't know, it didn't look as It was nice. sweat out by the end. Yeah, it just looked like it was like puffing up. It just didn't look that great. And I don't know how humid it was that day as a curly haired person. I understand the struggle. So I'm not hating if that's what was going on, if there's a lot of humidity. But that's the only thing that was the only thing I could be like, mm, that could have been better is I felt like whoever did her hair didn't style it appropriately to hold a style very long.
1: To be honest, I wasn't a fan of her bridal look at all. Like, I just didn't like the dress. I think that, you know, I get that she's pregnant. And she's trying to hide things. But I'm sure there was something that was more flattering for her out there. Um, this really deep side part of her hair. And and it's been bothering me through her confessionals where she's had this really deep side part. Wasn't a fan of that. And to your point on the hair, her hair wasn't done to last for an event her hair was done the way that you would do when you're like quickly trying to head out the door for like a girl's night or a quick date night with someone that you have like a long time relationship established with um it wasn't to me like it just it didn't feel like the right time was put into her hair kobe of course looked handsome we did get a moment of kobe underwear model
0: (laughs) as he was getting ready um and i feel like the producers are doing that on purpose I think the producers and Kobe and Emily are working to revive his career like they're really Uh, like this man uh uh is about to be a father too. he needs to start earning some money he used to make money by showing his underwear so maybe we could get some of that income going.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Um, I thought her mom looked great. And I am so glad that her dad got a haircut for the big day. (laughs)
0: yeah like I said it, it to me like the dress all that that wasn't really my style even like Kobe's suit I'm not that big of a fan of like a white tux like necessarily but I think overall they looked good my one thing was who did her hair come on y'all let's
1: yeah. take a little more yeah. time yeah a couple of just like random funny moments was in the beginning you know she's telling the camera before they actually go to the wedding like I'm still a little off i don't know i think all this ohio stuff has me feeling lost and i was like what all ohio stuff like it was a one-time thing that his friend brought up um but okay um and speaking of the friend i am slightly surprised that temperature made the
0: invite list after the shit he tried (laughs) to pull i'm actually surprised we didn't get more temperature time like i'm a little disappointed because like we said i wanted temperature to either make some kind of rogue speech uh, me too (laughs) At the reception, or at least start like a dance and be the first one to dance. Like, I really thought temperature was going to show out a little more. And I i guess no. Maybe someone had a conversation with him and Emily was like, I'm not playing with you, temperature. Like, I don't want to hear a <laughs> piece.
1: It must have been Etchu. That's uh, the other friend that was there. And Etchu seems like he's more, I don't know. I don't want to say that it's level headed because I get where temperature is coming from in the sense that, like, that's his culture, that's his understanding of gender dynamics right and i'm not gonna shit on that but clearly edu has a better understanding of like the gender dynamics in the u.s (laughs) um at least for you know a heterosexual couple and so he was like i don't know if you caught it when temperature was telling the camera like yeah i'm so happy for them but you know i really hope that like kobe learns to be a man edu kind of like looked
0: at him side-eyed like oh that's that's he said that america it wasn't me (laughs) Don't go canceling me. All right. That is temperature is feeling. I believe it's a partnership. We didn't touch very much on them actually revealing to the family a few days later after the wedding during dinner that they are expecting. But I think people reacted the way we thought they would react, which was just genuine shock and mild disappointment. I feel like Emily's dad's face swelled
1: up with blood and then immediately all the blood like left his face because he went from red to pale. Red at the shock of like you're pregnant and then pale at the realization that all of his retirement plans just went out the window.
0: That's bullshit though. And this is where I'm like they have no one to blame but themselves. Okay. Because what at least what we've seen, Emily is an entitled child and that's because of her parents. I'm sorry, child. Because, grown woman, yeah. Um, no, no, but you know how they say man child, like she's a woman child. Yes, definitely. Because I'm sorry, because your grown ass and your grown ass husband decided to get pregnant again while y'all both are un- unemployed. Now I have well, to. Well, they didn't not, decide. <laughs> Let's not give them des- that much credit. They did decide when they decided not to fully pull out or use contraception. I'm just saying, to say that they made a decision would give them more credit than they deserve. They decided to not protect themselves after they saw that they very easily get pregnant. (laughs) Oh, my God. The point is, I don't know. Like My parents wouldn't be like, oh, wow, I guess we can't retire now because now we got to support... Evelyn, her husband, their new kid. Like well, my dad would be like, Okay, well someone needs to get a job, ASAP. Like I'll I'll be happy to support with some daycare. Like y'all could leave the kids here a few days, but um I guess you're gonna have to cut that maternity leave a little short. Uh can you do some work from home? Is there some remote job you can get?
1: I mean it is their fault and it's gonna continue to be their fault, but they're gonna be this big entangled multi-generation multi-gener- household for who knows how long. Unless temperature has something to do with it. Well, <laughs> speaking of people who like to shit on people's braids, Patrick and Thais, they are over here begging the dad, one last attempt for his blessing.
0: Carlos is not an easy nut to crack, okay? <laughs> <laughs> He's not until he realizes, like,
1: I cannot physically go stop this wedding, which, by the way, I feel like he would actually do. <laughs> he would actually stand at the wedding and object So he was like, well, I have nothing to do but to fold. Right. So. All right, my dude, it's her decision. So you better do right by
0: her or else. Yeah, it was his blessing. Pretty pretty much amounted to why well, I can't stop this wedding. So I hope you prove me wrong. But right now I have no faith in you. Exactly. And that was enough for Thais to feel
1: like relieved or, you know, a little bit lighter and for Patrick to feel like it's good enough for me. I'm taking your <laughs> daughter.
0: <laughs> yeah. He didn't say I'm going to disown Thais and never speak to her again if she goes through with it. So I think it was a win. Yeah. Yeah. Now let's talk about the wedding. So beautiful venue. Yeah. Um, Beautiful bride. Very classic, timeless look. Yeah, I mean, I I don't have any complaints. Like this was a beautiful wedding. I mean, she looked oh, gorgeous. Oh, I have complaints, but go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I was gonna say her look, I think, was great. I think Patrick looked very handsome. I thought the venue was good. Um, oh, you know what? Um, you were right. I am overlooking a glaring, glaring <laughs> complaint I had. Who was this efficient and what was <laughs> okay, wearing? Thank you. Thank I'm you. sorry. I got I got wrapped up in the, the couple <laughs> and I forgot that there was this strange man in like a tracksuit or something. A designer tracksuit. I get
1: designer, but still my dude, a tracksuit. A velour designer tracksuit. <laughs> okay. It was at this moment that we like I first noticed this velour. Yes. And it's not even like black and subtle. It's like a gold <laughs> mustard color. And so at this moment, I'm like, why is the official wearing a tracksuit? And then the camera pans to the audience, <laughs> and I see that there's a guest also in a tracksuit. <laughs> but this guest isn't wearing a shirt underneath, and the tracksuit is only zipped up to like
0: right below his nipples. <laughs> so many questions. I feel like these two were the ones that also hired the limo and the yes. Yacht, yes. Right? And they drove there together. <laughs> Who are these men? How do they know Patrick? Why? Why is Patrick? They look oh a, significantly older than Patrick. Yes. They're running around in matching velour tracksuits at a wedding for some reason. He was picked. One of them was picked to officiate the wedding. I I just have a lot of questions. And I really hope at the tell-all, Sean dives into them. Because I need to know why that man decided on that outfit. All we got from Patrick is that they're
1: friends who are in, he either said the same field or a similar field. And I'm like, are you telling me that they're door-to-door salesmen <laughs> of security systems? Like, what field are you referring to?
0: Yeah, and that's my conspiracy theory is I feel like, because I've seen <laughs> a lot of rumblings online that the field that Patrick is in is actually MLM. MLM, like a lot- I
1: knew you were going to say that.
0: That's what I'm reading people are saying that it's a pyramid scheme, it's a multi-level marketing scheme or whatever. (laughs) And so I'm thinking that these two men rented the yacht and rented the limo. And I mean, they might've rented these uh, velour tracksuits to give us like this vision of opulence (laughs) and wealth. So that people people would look at this and be like, God damn, maybe I should be selling (laughs) insurance door to door. Is that the look they gave, or was it more of comfort and leisure? <laughs> I mean, I don't know what says more "fuck you, I have money" than I can wear a velour tracksuit in, like, for a, a wedding? Designer one. Yeah. This is also
1: Florida. I don't know what to. Oh, it's February. It's February, so maybe it was cold enough for a tracksuit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They were on a yacht in bikinis, so it just it all oh. doesn't make sense. Yeah, no, none of it makes <laughs> sense. Um,
1: what also didn't make sense was Patrick's practice of the, the wedding dance while oh, he was about to that. get ready. Like just the movements were off. And I'm so glad, so glad that we got to see John's face journey, that he walked in on him at that moment. And that wasn't enough to face Patrick. So Patrick must have really thought that he was onto something.
0: I think Patrick is well aware that he was not killing that routine, and that's why. <laughs> that yes, he is. That why do you think the man is practicing in his suit, like he's trying to get these moves down? I mean, these moves down. I actually thought it was very sweet. Like that's how you know someone is truly in love when they know they ain't got no rhythm, and they're like, you know what? I'm gonna do this. Brazilian choreography that my fiance <laughs> wants us to do for some reason, even though oh, her God. whole Brazilian family and friends won't be here. So I would just be doing these awkward movements in front of my friends. But that to me is love. And you know what? In Patrick's defense, you can't be a bigger jackass than the two guys in the velour <laughs> matching sweatshirt. So what, whatever true. he does, they will still always be more embarrassing. So I hope okay. John, I wish John finds the love one day where he feels so dedicated to someone that he's willing to learn a crazy dance for them. Now, what was more awkward seeing Patrick practice
1: or even Muhammad from last week doing their dance and Eve trying to educate the audience at the same time that she's doing this dance? No, I think Patrick. So it was still kind know I was it was gonna it was a little painful to watch Eve being like this is a typical dance that they do and each of the audience is like, Okay, yeah, just just <laughs> dance. Um, okay. And then the last thing I will say on them is that the ceremony has concluded and they go to the confessional and Patrick says something super sweet. I forgot what it was, I didn't even write it down. But it was something super sweet about like them having their marriage now and then Tyson's like, Oh yes, and now I want pa-
0: John out of the house. No. <laughs> Poor John. Can he get some breathing room like the man has, is barely going to get over his hangover from the wedding? Can he yep. have some time to look for a new place? Right. Well,
1: we are all wrapped up for the actual season. We get the tell-all next week. So who gets your appreciation
0: ring? My appreciation ring is going to go to the Velour brothers. because. Oh, okay. <laughs> Because I mean, they did genuinely perplex me and give me a lot like I I couldn't take my eyes off the screen. I was like why? Who? Where? <laughs> like it just uh, Thais doesn't want to allow uh John to live in their house. Like Thais has all these specific things that she wants, but she allowed this man to wear this as her official and like I don't I don't know. So maybe
1: Maybe she had no idea. Maybe she just assumed this man would know to wear a nice suit. And he was like, you said suit. I'm on it. It is a type of suit. Um, Well, my appreciation is going to go to Igor because he went Mm -hmm. through all that shit to get these two standing leaning sticks that were beautiful um, and were absolutely necessary to complete Miona's vision. So kudos, Igor. And also, he's a friend they don't really see on a regular. So that's a committed
0: Friend right there. And also I'm gonna give a little shout out to Jabri because uh oh. Jabri, we found out through this season, made a friend who's an immigrant from Serbia and learned the language to fully connect to his friend. He has a friend who is deaf, and it looked like he had a mm. few signs, a little bit of sign language down to be able to communicate yeah. with him as well. So I'm like, you know what, Jabri, his his friendship circle is very varied between yeah. space cash and just like all kinds yeah. of people. And I love the effort of like, I'm going to like also put in my part to communicate in a way that makes you comfortable. So yeah, yeah. shout out to Igor because that was very sweet. And I love that Miona has claimed him as her own friend. She was like, he was originally Jabri's friend, but he's more my friend now. So
1: Jabri is, yeah, Jabri is very inclusive and open-minded of who's in his circle. Um, I mean, except for the fact that like, I guess the important people are Serbian. So is he actually narrow-minded <laughs> and biased towards the Serbian people? Possibly, possibly. <laughs> Maybe. Anyway, that's a t- discussion for another time. Um, thanks all for tuning in. Be sure to give us
0: five stars on the podcast app and a glowing review. And follow me on Instagram at board and bitchy. That's Bored, letter N, bitchy. And we will be back next week for the tell-all. Bye. Bye. bitchy 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 sorry (laughs) (laughs) bored and bitchy